the land of the free. Oh, we're we're recording. It's cool. It's the podcast and show show, a home of the podcast and show show. Thank you, everybody out there who's came and is coming to chill with us. You like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I am your co-host, uh, Elder Barge's great grandson, the one, the only, the beige bombshell himself. That don't call me light skin because I'm brown skin, Mister Finesavelli. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. And alongside of me here, the you know the beautiful, mystiqueful. That's a new word. Mystiqueful, silent but deadly. One and only, Mister Co-host to you. Duff no beer, everybody. Mm-hmm. Thank no you, thank no you problem. for the uh, grand introduction. Mm-hmm. Had to set you up there. Uh, that was beautiful. That was a great introduction. Thank you. Hall of Fame introduction, if I might add. I appreciate that. No problem. No problem. It's the podcast is chill show. Mm-hmm. Go listen to the previous episodes. Thank you for your uh, tremendous support that you guys been giving us mm-hmm. over the past few months because it has been, you know, we've been coming back slowly but surely. But uh, yeah, we're trying to be more consistent. And uh, yeah, so that's what we're gonna do. Keep maintaining this fuel that we we've gotten, and uh, keep pushing forward. So yeah, that's that's it, man. So a lot's been happening. Woo! I'll start it off. Um, if you're living under a rock or living under a, uh, the ocean, you can find a submersible there called the Titan. Um, so over not the to past, be with the Titanic, not by not oh uh, no, we getting into there. Okay, go ahead. So Titan is basically, um, it was a private company, uh, but called the Ocean Gate. Yep. Right, that's the name. Ocean Gate. Before we get in there, so the back thing, the backlog of Ocean Gate is it's just a rich dude that inherited his parents' money. That's all it was, and then he was like, you know what, I need to go explore certain things. So, fun fact, his dreams and aspirations was to go to um, the moon. But that he felt, and he was like, you know what? The best next thing would be the ocean, since it's unexplored. Mm-hmm. So he created Ocean Gate, and um, he went to Home Depot, got all the uh, tools that you need to create a, bit a makeshift, foil. a little bit of tin foil, tin foil you had to make a makeshift submarine, and it didn't pass any type of um, clearance. Nope. Uh, so it was just a make- makeshift submersible that. Soon as it went down, it imploded. It was almost like you know your eight year old making a treehouse, yeah, in the uh, in the backyard. But instead, they wanted to plunge it almost two thousand meters in the ocean. In the ocean, and um, in the fucking ocean. It was how many people? Like six people all together? Four, four people all together? Four. No, because you got to add in the pilot. Because you got the the two. Um, you got the son and the dad. Son and the dad. You got the billionaire. The billionaire. Um, you got the pilot because the pilot went down there, and you got the guy. The guy was down there. The guy was down there. The guy was with him. Yeah. Okay. The one, that, the guy That's that five, went there thirty something. He went down there thirty six times in that same submersible, by yeah, the way, in the same submersible. So, um, it, it's kind of funny because they were like, "This is the one and only once in a lifetime trip," and they wasn't lying. It was a once, once in a lifetime trip. trip. Yeah, it never came back from it either. Nope. So when they got down there, it actually imploded. Um, I don't know how, after all those trips, I guess they wasn't doing any type of reconstruction from all the money they were making. The seats were a quarter of a million dollars for each passenger, so you mm-hmm. had to be somebody with a type of status or wealth to your name in order to purchase these tickets. The kid and the dad was a crazy story because the kid originally said he didn't want to go down there, but he went true. on. His dad's behalf, because his dad was like, yo, this is something I want to do. And, um, yeah, his dreams plummeted, but uh, they're trying to bring bring it back next year. So, and, you know, so I. I oh, and the, sorry, the excursion was to go down there to look at the remains of the Titanic. One of the dudes was actually a collector, and he would find your uh like jewelry that was down in the Titanic, and he would try to find DNA traces and give it to their great, 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 great kids. Mm. Yeah. So I've never seen so many out of nowhere oceanic researchers that came out of literally the woodworks when this happened. Everybody became a professional in oceanic discovery. I didn't know that that many people in that field, 
But uh, yeah, congratulations to them. But because there were so many people, I started trying to do my research to see who knew what they were talking about versus who didn't. That's why I'm glad we have this show. And usually we get to talk about things after the fact, you know, not while it's happening. So we can see about who was the crackpot and, you know, who had the right information. So I was doing my research. I didn't. I watched probably like six hours of content trying to just figure out what is what about this thing and why, why did it even happen? Right. So first of all, everybody who's probably listening has, has at one time in their life has tried to get down to the bottom of a swimming pool. Have you ever tried to do that? Yeah, of course. I'm a kid. I was a kid. Oh, exactly. And yeah. you remember when you got down to the bottom, you would hear your, those, your ears Ear make pop. that popping sound. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, Take that, like, go back to that moment, you know, it's summertime. Go back to that moment, right? Now, imagine that ear-popping sound is the pressure of 700 elephants standing on top of your head at once. That was the amount of pressure that the submersible felt once they went down those 2,000-plus meters. They had over 700,000 metric tons of pressure, PSI, on a submersible that main material was carbon fiber. According to what I have been reading and what I've been watching, it is very unique, and I don't use unique in a good way. I use unique as a way to say that it's not normal. Indifferent. Yeah. It's, you know, that these are these machines and these mechanisms aren't usually made out of carbon fiber. So there, there were tests that weren't properly conducted because there was no real understanding of how, you know, this type of material would have been treated right down there. And number one, the ability for it just in terms of price as well, we can get into price on that stuff later, but this was an incredibly uh, strange event. And it just goes to show you how much wealth you can have, the less people are going to tell you no. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if somebody told him no, if not people told him no, that wouldn't have done it. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, man. It's a it's a testament to, it's a lot of stories that could have been told. Like, um, it shows you how egotistical and wealthy people are. Like, mm-hmm. um, because his ego got in the way of it. Like, his ego, like, multiple people told him, like, yo, no. And then I guess the wealth blinded him. Um, logic. It blinded his logic. Because yeah. it's like, bro, that, it doesn't make sense, bro. It, something, you, you created this whole thing from Home Depot parts. You We can make the Titan right now. We could. We can make the Titan right now. We could. And we could just throw it in the ocean. Literally, all we need is a logic check controller, which yep. have known defects. I didn't and know they still, still use those. Yeah, they're they not supposed to. You probably need it for what? What do you need it for? You don't. It's so many control. It's so many alternatives they could have did, but um, yeah, his ego got in the way, and this is the case of being too wealthy, not having anything else to do, and you're trying to find the next thrill. Exactly. And these people signed their lives away, basically, so they they didn't know. They probably signed it because we all sign contracts and we don't really read it. They probably signed it, read the word death three times. They're like, yeah, this probably would never happen. It's like a 0.1% it, chance. Yeah, exactly, until it probably actually happened. Mm-hmm. And this has been, te- like, this machine has been tested, but not by a professional. But you know what the crazy thing about that is, though? Hmm? Two things. Num- number one, all these partners, because I was reading that, yeah, they were partnered with NASA. They were partners with all these people. Those people came out and said, yeah, we had conversations, but we never signed off on this, yeah. on that product. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it was all a sham. And I find it almost ironic that the name of the company was Ocean, Ocean Gate. Gate. Yeah, the gate. Like they knew it was uh, a scam. Like, <laughs> like they knew it was a scam. So you there with me, yeah, right? Yeah. You there with me. Okay, Ocean cool. Yep. So and then on top of that, you know, for someone to be such a billionaire, the thing you cheap out on. Is your life and yeah. your material? That's yeah. what you cheap out on? Yeah. Not like I, I, truthfully, truth be told, like I really, you know, obviously I'm not I'm not a billionaire nor a millionaire. So I don't truly understand the um 
the fascination with doing these type of ridiculous things, especially because our our earth, not even our world, our earth is 74% water and it's only about 6%. Now that's probably an overestimation of how much of it is discovered. So what do you think you, Mr. Logitech controller man, are going to be able to go down there by yourself? Yeah. And you just think shit is going to be sweet. Yeah. It's ridiculous. The size of um, the Titanic is so like deep. It's like two Empire State buildings. Straight down. Straight down. And the whole trip takes about eight hours to reach. And you just traveling through darkness. Darkness. That's all. In the small little 22-inch window. Or 25-inch. I don't remember. What do you think the nerves were? You, um, they, they couldn't have went down the their balls to the wall. No, psychology behind it probably. Like, yo, we're nervous. It was probably like a nervous happiness at first. And then um, it was a child on board, too. So I'm just thinking, like, uh, the psychology aspect. They're all trying to hold face because they're all men at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So they're like, all right, we're going to show this kid that we're not pussy at all. But in the final hours when they realized everything, well, it wasn't really final hours. It just, it imploded. Fi- it just imploded. So they probably never knew. So it probably was a calm kill. Which is sad to say. You, you know what? But the, the psychology, I believe, behind it was they were trying to uh, put a mask on for the 17-year-old that was on board. I wonder... Now, this is the part I didn't get to. I wonder how far they got. Be, be, because you still have to, you know, submerge yourself down that yep. trench. And so it's like, you know... Like we're, we're talking about it from a, from a viewership perspective, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about how it was poorly made. We're talking about the guy's ego, but that those those group of people traveled down the ocean, and then after a while, you probably start to hear the creaks mm-hmm. and you start to hear the cracks, and then that's when it just popped. And you started to hear, you know, maybe the submersible was rattling. What mm-hmm. was the child thinking? Yep. Right. Like, oh, it's gonna be okay, son. That's just turbulence. There's no yeah. fucking turbulence, turbulence under the water. water. Yep. There's no turbulence under the goddamn water. Yeah, man. Like, and it's just like now, now that child is never gonna have a life mm-hmm. because of your blind ignorance and your ego. Yep. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, and they uh, they they went through a lot of loopholes too because the territory that they were in were not owned by any coast. No. It was like a gray area. Mm-hmm. Like nobody owns it. Like it's like free range where the Titanic is for the it's open ocean. It is. Literally. So that's how they were able to test that subject right there specifically and nowhere else. But the crazy thing about, you know, all this type of stuff, and you know, you can call me overcautious or whatever you want to call me. I never found a fascination with being on the water. Yeah, me neither. I, it's the scariest thing ever. The ocean is the scariest ocean is the scariest thing besides space is the ocean. And 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 cuz you you know, the ocean is so and I'm not trying to understate this and words cannot put this into, you know, the appropriate explanation, but the ocean is so vast. Yeah. You don't know what's under you. Mhm. You have no no idea. You are a piece of lint on a carpet. <laughs> Probably smaller than lint. You are an amoeba. Microfiber. You are a microfiber. Yeah. You are a plankton. Yeah. Compared to the ocean. Compared to the ocean. Yeah. We don't know what's down there. It's like, and then you know you got the conspiracy theorists, but yeah. um, it was people saying like, "Yo, the ocean is space." It is. It is. It's kind of. It is space. It's space, but not in what everyone else think it is. It's not like literal space, but it's literally like space. It's, it's no different between space. Like you get down there, you floating. You need something to preserve your oxygen. You need a machine to get down there, dude. To get up to space, you need a machine, dude. Certain places you can't reach past. It's no. certain, yeah. No. It's the same. It's they're very equivalent. It is space with just matter. With matter, that's all. That's all it is. And more shit that can kill you. It can. More shit that can kill you. Go ahead. Almost everything in the ocean can, can fucking kill, kill you. you. Yes. Just the famous crocodile hunter. He could Steve catch Irwin. everything on land. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But it took a damn stingray to kill him. That came from what? The ocean. Yeah. Street ballers have a have a um have a saying. Mostly everybody that ever played basketball outside knows the saying. It's the pole is undefeated. Yeah. The ocean is also undefeated. The ocean's undefeated. The ocean can claim any life. 
because it is it's its own living organism. It is the largest breathing organism on the planet, the yeah. ocean. Yeah, go fuck with it if you want to. People underestimate the ocean. That's that's how I feel. Yeah, people don't understand the depths. Literally, people don't understand the depth of the ocean, man, and it's kind of crazy. And you will die in silence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably seclusion. the most peaceful death ever if you're not around whales and shit. Or but dolphins. Or dolphins, yeah. yeah dolphins. They're going to do something to you. Yeah, they're going to do something. Dolphins don't play fair. No. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> very smart. They got like two brains. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think people underestimate the ocean a lot because they don't really understand the the power or the magnitude of how powerful the ocean can be. Like, you don't understand that it's places that we can't. Like you said, I don't even think it's 6%. I think it's literally, I think we only discovered like 5%. That's fair. Of I would agree to of, that. Um, the ocean. And we're made, what, 75% ocean. Come on. So it's like, you know how much is undiscovered land? You know how many how many fucking mammals, animals are out there in the ocean that right now that know. we would never, ever get a chance nope. to explore? Never. It's crazy. Marine never. biologists will never explore. It's just like, I don't know, bro, because... Think about it. It could be dinosaurs down there. <laughs> like, it, it, it could be aliens. It could be dinosaurs. You would never know. You would never see it. You would never see it. It could be the megalodon. You never know. And 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 that's my thing. You know, with for normal people, I get if you were a trained professional, yeah. or some sort of devout scholar with years of experience, you are just a normal guy. Yeah. And you with a lot see, of money. With a lot of money. That's all. That's the only difference. Now, I, I newsflash. I don't know if anybody knows this, but there's the the ocean does not see value in monetary dollars. No. So I don't. I don't know if compared to the ocean, you are incredibly minuscule. You know, but I I really don't feel like people understand the severity of you know fucking with the ocean. I don't. I don't think people understand it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's very um, underappreciated. Yeah, nature is one of the craziest beasts ever. Yeah. Um, I was just watching something about the Amazon rainforest, and it's fucking Beautiful crazy. place. It's a beautiful place, but very, very dangerous. Yes. Very treacherous. And they were just explaining, like, yo, you got to put yourself in the shoes of a fucking animal, how they have to fight to survive every single second. Mm-hmm. Not day. Second. Every single second. Because there's something out there that can come and kill you. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. People just don't appreciate nature until they're in that predicament. Until they're in the jaws of a predator. Exactly. Which is the titan. Yep. Yeah. But you know what's crazy? Another thing that's crazy, like it all aligns though. Like the stars align for him to do that though. But he's so blinded by his wealth that he didn't take the proper precautions to uh, give these people the proper experience they deserve. Hopefully they got the proper funeral and burial they deserve. You know yeah. what I mean? But um <laughs> That was crazy. Oh, and boy. anyways, um, Yeah, it's crazy because the, his wife, his wife's the Ocean brand, Gate owner? Yeah, Ocean Gate owner, his wife, um she's descendants of uh the Titanic, like her family. Is that why he wanted to do this? I don't know. That's part of it, probably. But his wife's great, 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 great grandmother was someone that passed away on the Titanic. I am so. If if I can be honest with you, history for you. I I I am so not compliant with the fascination of the Titanic. It is a boat that that sank. Sank. That's all it was. It was, and it was. It's crazy. It was a lot of. Parallels between the Titan and the Titanic too. Uh, they both offered um, lifetime experience, mm-hmm. once in a lifetime experience. It was mm-hmm. supposed to go from where? Somewhere to New York, right? Mm-hmm. It was supposed to go from it. It was manufactured in a place in Ireland, and it was supposed to, to pick go up to, all the way to New York. Yep, it was supposed to travel to Manhattan. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy, and yeah. they got smacked by iceberg because the captain was too again. It, Egotistical. They didn't want to believe. They didn't want to believe it, and he went along with it anyway. It was yep. a lot of parallels. There's a lot of parallels between both stories, and they're both laying at the same exact place, which is kind of crazy. Which is actually, and 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 that is, I don't believe in all the hooby dooby, but the universe is telling you just stop fucking with the ocean. Stop fucking with the ocean, bro. <laughs> like, like, like if you you got a you got a uh, you got an old testament. 
and a New Testament, literally an example. You got from the past, and it doesn't change. You got it from the future. Just leave the ocean alone. Parts unknown are parts unknown for a reason. Rest in peace, Anthony Bourdain. That's who it was? No, the parts unknown. That's That was his uh, show. Damn. Strange parts unknown. Rest in peace. Parts unknown, yeah, by Anthony Bourdain. He was just exploring different restaurants and shit. I think, um... What? Hold on. I'm doing something. We're live thinking on the podcast and show show. Jesus. $4,000 at the time. What? Well, to get on the Titanic. Was what year was that? 1912. Oh, boy. It's probably like a half a million dollars. Yeah, that's what they were saying. They were like, now it'll probably, it's the equivalent price of yeah. how much the Titan was. Yeah. Which is crazy. So there's more parallels between the two. And, uh, hey, man. I can't Spirit of the Titanic. Spirit of the Titanic. It's claiming lives in claiming 2023. Lives. Yeah. Yeah. In 2023. Yes. You know, it's also interesting. I won't say funny. It's interesting. Yeah. That this is also not. The first time this has happened, there was another boat called the Britannic okay. that also sank. Mm. And it's just, I don't understand how I, at the fascination at the time with incredibly large boats, mm-hmm. ships, but both of them sank. Yeah. Now they made a third one. The third one, they didn't, I think it was just for uh, like commercial purposes. They just, they just made it. To just have it, it is somewhere in the United States, I believe. But the other two are sank at the bottom somewhere. Mm. So let this, let this, like you know, can we just move away? Stop the excursions. Yeah, man. just stop, stop it. Stop the excursions. Only it's a white thing. I don't want to go down to see the Titanic. I, I promise you, I don't. I, I don't have any recollection history. None of my people resonate with the history of the Titanic. Nope. Nobody. It was probably people of color working in. Like the kitchen or something working at the Titanic, but it was nobody allowed to enjoy the fruits of the labor that the Titanic had to offer. So I don't, I don't really care about the Titanic. Rest nope. in peace. Shout out to Jackie and whoever died on the Titanic. If that was a real story, I don't know. Yeah, probably. But, and Jack, um, Jack, Rose, Rose, and Jack. Yeah. yeah, Rose and Jack. It was so unbelievable. They saved some people, or they all died. They saved some people. A saved good, people. I think a good three hundred people survived. Damn. Yeah, but like I said, I don't want to pet a lion. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want a moon rock. I don't want a moon rock, and I don't want to see the Titanic. I don't want to explore space. I don't really have. Interest. I'll watch somebody else do it. I watch somebody else um, be adventurous. I'll live through them. I don't want to be the first person to do. No, that. I don't want to be the first person. <laughs> I don't want to be. Maybe truth be told, I might not want to be in that first hundred. Yeah, me neither. No, I'll be in the millions. Yeah, the millions I can be in the, the millions. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's crazy out here, man. Yeah. People just letting their egos, uh, you know, get in the way of, um, you know. Speaking of egos. Yeah. There's a guy it? named okay. Elon Musk. Yeah. Has a pretty big ego. He does have an ego. Listen, Elon Musk, we were cheering for you in the beginning that you bought Twitter, and we were like, oh, okay, yeah, Elon came to save the day. Now we can have freedom of speech and shit like that. And now... You know, I'm a man to admit that I'm wrong. He yeah. fucked up Twitter, man. That's what it is. Yeah. Basically, he made an excuse saying that uh, it was a lot of data scraping going on. So um, they had to do some restrictions on tweet limits and rates. But that's not the truth because a few people that's into, like, IT and uh, coding and shit like that actually figured out the real reason is they had a big API uh, fuck up. And they're mm. trying to rework it. So that's what they're doing right now. So they're just working endlessly. And then they're saying Elon Musk is going to come out and say, hey, we read all you guys' feedback and we're going to revert back to how it originally was so you guys won't leave to a different app. But, uh, yeah, basically, they just fucked up the system. That's all it is. They didn't really – he's not doing this for any type of gain or popularity because he's not going to make money. He knows he's not making money, so he just needed an excuse to make it seem like he didn't fuck up or anything. Yeah. That's what he's been doing. Yeah, he he's he's been he's been tinkering while I'm trying to see you know what other people are up to. He, he's 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 you know trying to police sort of like what we're doing and try to come back and say you know what, yeah, I'm still a good guy, right? You still yep. guys, you guys still like me, right? No, not really. Mm-hmm. You could have just left everything alone, but you know now now 
now, now you can't. And I, it's 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 annoying. You know, it's annoying. You always you always have to come back and forth with everything. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't things just be what it is? Yeah. Like, oh my god, I don't know, I don't know. But yeah, people are outraged on uh, on Twitter specifically. They're making new apps. Like, what's it called Splice or some shit. I don't know. Spill. Spill or yeah, whatever. But it's not going to work out once it comes back to normal. That's how usually these things work out. Um, because it takes more than just one type of community to build something strong. Yeah. Somebody asked me that on Twitter, too. I was. We can talk about it now since... Um, it's wrong Twitter. Yeah, let's go to Twitter talking topics. About it. No, just this one. Yeah, go ahead. But, yeah, he basically asked how I feel about the app, black apps being created right now. And, uh, like I said, it all reverse to um, success is not just from one community. Like, we can have a successful app, but it'll take, like, a lot. It'll take all of us. And you got to think, Twitter doesn't have the most people. Facebook does. Facebook Facebook has the most people using the app Mm -hmm. daily. Mm -hmm. Twitter is, like, not even half that, probably. No. So, that's why the app won't succeed, because you have to have everybody. You have to have things backing that um, type of thing. It just can't be the consumer backing it. No. Especially for an application. You know what I mean? You need sponsors. You need people to back this app. And you need influencers. In you need influencers. How many black influencers are going to go to this app and possibly not make any money from it when they can just keep doing what they've been doing on Twitter, Instagram, whatever app you're on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people and people also, there's there's a longevity factor exactly you know, with, with apps. Facebook's almost been out for 20 years at this point. Probably more than 20 years. Uh, Twitter's peaking that. I know I have my account is 10 years old, and I knew I am not the first person (laughs) to to have owned Twitter. So there's probably been, you know, 10 years preceding me. Uh, And Snapchat is is Mm newer-ish. I would say maybe it's approaching that 10 to 15-year mark. But these apps are are, are vindicated. They're in the the game. So you you mean, like, remember there was that... um, what was that app that was popular for like a day during the pandemic? Are you talking about the one that Trump owns now? Is it True Social? It yeah. What was it before that? Do you remember? I don't the know, name? but that's what it is now. They bought it. Well, whatever it was before yeah. that, it was popular for like a day. Yeah. And then it had no backing, and then it just said, "Poof!" Now we're just operated by Fox News. Yeah. Essentially. So, so yeah, man. If you want a popular app, you just gotta have popular influencers to back it and people to follow. People have to really agree with the mission statement that you're trying to accomplish with this app. Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, that's why Twitter will succeed still, even after this Elon fiasco, because people will conform eventually to what you're doing. Like, say if he had like the ex- the limit exceeded, I seen people talk about like, yeah, okay, yeah, we needed this anyway. So they just conformed as soon as it happened. So they just yeah. accepted it. And um, I don't think anybody else is going to go to a different app and start over new. And then you have to start over. Because, you know, we make the value of something. The yes, community, we do. We make the value of something. Yes, we so, do. But if it's just us making the value of it, it's not going to have value. It's not going to hold value. If that makes any sense. It does make sense. And I, you, 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 you touched on something that was really good. Do you honestly think that the accounts... With 800,000, 7.4 million. They're going to go over there to a different app. 32 you know. million. For, come on. Exactly. Come on now. they built something. If These guys not are bought, getting their bills paid. Yeah, if they're not buying followers, then they built this type of thing. So yeah, they're no. not going to start all the way over from scratch unless the bag is being paid. Yeah. It's the same thing. You know what? That's a perfect example. It's the same thing with Twitch and this Rumble and this kick shit. Yeah. Like, you can see um, they're just giving a bag. To people, if you go go to kick, like they've been given like eighty million dollar deals, yeah. And this is the only reason. This is the sole reason why these big influencers are going to kick, just because the money is good, right? But after the contract is up, guess what? They're going to go back go to right Twitch because it died, yeah. And for example, look at um, look at the most popular Fortnite streamer in the world, which was Ninja. I was yeah. watching his stream the other day, and I was like, "Damn, this dude really fell off, man!" Like, and then people in the comments were like, "Yo, you fell off." He fell off. Yeah. He, he left Twitch, and he went to a different platform for the bigger bag, then he fell off. And now who is he? Now who is he? Just Ninja. You know, and, and that's the thing. Again, we were talking about influencers. It's also the affiliations. Twitch yeah, exactly. was affiliated with Fortnite. Exactly. And what was his biggest stream was? Fortnite. Fortnite. So why would you leave? Why would you leave? So um, so that's how I feel about apps. Uh, like, you can have all the money in the world, but I, I feel like all these other apps besides Twitch is going to plummet because Twitch been successful for so long yeah 
Um, Facebook gaming is up there now, but you got to think Facebook is a powerhouse. Powerhouse, yeah, because they got Meta, so they can always fuel it themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't have to make money off the shit; they can just do it. And also, like because like what you said before, Facebook has so many users. Yeah, like even like Facebook, it would never die. People sometimes don't even use Amazon; they use yeah, Facebook, Facebook Marketplace. Yep, you know what I mean. So it's just like Facebook is never going anywhere. Yep. And there are, and I, and I'm going to be honest with you. I'm 25. I find nowadays Facebook to be so complicated to use mm-hmm. because there's so many so channels, many different channels. Yeah, there's so many, many channels. Yeah, too many channels. So I, I'm just like, you know what? I don't think this is, you know, for for what I need, this isn't the app for me anymore. So I don't feel like at home, uh, all these apps up and coming um, have any longevity because it's not genuine. That like they're not creating these apps. Because they wanted to create something with longevity. They're oh. only creating these apps as a cash grab because Twitter is down right now. Mm-hmm. So they were like, all right, let's create an interface that's similar to Twitter so we can just get the people from Twitter on here for while Twitter is down so we can just capitalize off of it. That's correct. And I, I would also like to add on that when you have something that becomes uberly successful, it's usually two channels that it goes through. You, you are either solving for a need yep. or you are creating a demand. Mm-hmm. We we needed people didn't like cabs. Cabs sometimes were stinky. Like the cab driver sucked. So we created Uber. The opposite to Uber was Lyft. So now you have your two, you know, your yeah, two exactly. big rivals that you, pick from. that you could pick from. And then the third option is still, if you want to take a cab, you could take, take a cab. A cab yep. Now the thing is, we have Twitch. Okay, we have we're staying with this Twitch example here. There's no big need right now for another variation of Twitch. And even if it is. There hasn't been an application to create the demand that, mm-hmm. hey, we're different from Twitch because of this. Exactly. It's Pe- just Twitch. Exactly. With a different Pe- name. People like Lyft because mm-hmm. when Lyft first came out, I know you remember, yeah. they were giving out crazy deals. Yo, $5 to go 20 miles. What? What? Okay. Sign up for Lyft. $10. $10 to go to New York from Philadelphia right now. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Cool. And then it was like, all right, Uber recognized that. And they said, you know what? Now we'll do Uber Eats. Yep. Now we'll do Uber Eats. Mm-hmm. So it's like these these applications are competing with themselves to stay relevant. And I'm I'm not so sure that there's relevancy in another platform mm-hmm. outside of Twitch. Media. Yeah. Or social media. Because yeah. what else are you going to have? That's what I'm saying. That's why all the Twitter um, juniors are not going to succeed. No. True Social did not succeed. They just seen... Um, what was the, what was the reason for True Social? What happened? The reason for True Social was because people were tired of getting the censorship. They wanted, on, and they were like, "All right, yo, we can post news on here." You can so say what they were doing. You was can post, be racist. You can yeah. post news. So they were posting news on there before it was True Social. They were making, they were posting news on there. Everybody was going crazy that because they couldn't post it on Twitter because it was so. Um, you can't post it on Instagram. It was so censored. Yeah, you can't post shit on Instagram because no. it was so censored. Mm-hmm. So that was oh, Parlor. Parlor. It was called Parlor. So they were trying to um combat it with Parlor and yeah. then everybody went to Parlor for like a week and then they were like, Yo, we got our news off. Um and then that's when Trump like announced, yo, he's buying Parlor. Yeah. And then it's gonna be True Social. I think Kanye's a partner of True Social now. Might be, I don't know. No, he is. And then um everybody reverted back to Twitter and now they're doing it. Because Elon bought Twitter, and then I was like, all right, it's less censorship now. And then on top of that, True Social doesn't even sound fun. No, it doesn't. It doesn't sound fun. No. It's two words. It's truth social, yeah. and there's not much truth when you're speaking socially. Yeah. So it's just like, eh, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So it's not, I'm pretty sure it's not doing successful right now. No. Because of it, like I, like, like Twitter, like they do say, like, it's, the main demographic are like people from the left. Yeah. So tr- parlor or true social was supposed to be people for primarily from the right. But if you got people primarily from the right, just on one app, how can you get your thoughts? Um, like syndicated. Uh, is, is it really the truth? Exactly. Is it really the truth? Right. And I, you can spew anything. When we talked about it earlier, it, it, the reason, and look who bought it. Trump, the, the man or, or probably yeah. with the biggest ego in the United States of America. He was got banned. The only reason why he bought it was because he got banned from all social media. And he said, you know what? I'm going to make my own. Yep. Or, and he didn't make it. He just bought he another bought one. Yeah. So that, and again, people's ego, it gets, gets into play. And now nobody's going to buy that. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Except the people that's in your clique. Mm-hmm. 
know. So it's just it's just a big group chat. That's all it is. It's a, a big group chat full of Republicans. Yep. That's all. <laughs> Actually, probably a wild west of comments in there. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of, lot of stuff. True social man. What's next? What else is out there? We got so much stuff. Fourth of July is tomorrow. We're recording this July um third. Yeah. Showing your patriotism, uh fireworks and shit. Don't don't blow fireworks if it's a veteran in your neighborhood. You know? Don't get them shaken. Don't get them scared. You know what I mean? Protect the veterans. Don't blow off your arm either. Don't blow off your arm, man. It's a it's a big trend. You know TikTok just be having trends and shit. It's a big trend. They're throwing like uh big ass fireworks into our stores. I don't I don't Are you serious? Yeah. It's a trend. M eighties and shit. They just throwing them in stores. Imagine you walk and it's just just fireworks. <laughs> I heard somebody. You like you you're in the garden section. You're trying to you know, you're trying to get ready for the warm weather and you just hear an M eighty just go off and you in the in the in the era I'm a cry of terrorism ter- of domestic terrorism. terrorism yeah you hear f an m80 sound in your local walmart somebody yeah. got start beating these tiktokers ass yeah. boy they yeah. they ass beat For kids man badly no parental uh guidance any they ass beat they think it's all uh, you know nice for <laughs> july man for july shout out to july 4th man you I don't ever, celebrate it. It's just a free holiday to not work. Yep, another day. Another day for me. I'm trying to tell you, only the winter holidays are the one that actually hit different. Yeah. All the other ones. That's cold, though. Yeah. And you got the most memories with, like, you got the most memories with your family during these holidays. Yeah. All the other holidays is just, yo, we about to get drunk. I don't remember anything on July 4th. Yeah, no. Why? I don't I have drunk. any type of memorable times at any other holiday but Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yep. Name a more important holiday. You can't. You can't. All the other ones, I appreciate the day off. Most thank people, you. yep, thank you, thank you. Most people, they're probably hung over at work the next day. Like, oh my god, why did I why come? Why did in? I come in? Yep, I got so hammered eating hot dogs. Uh, all day. You know, this time of year, this time of year, I um, I'm just so hurt, man. Juneteenth. No, you're not. You no. don't know what happened on June. It just became a holiday. Yeah. Why are we celebrating July Fourth when Juneteenth is a day? It's like I don't same know. same thing, man. Lady, you're not making me feel any better. Nope. I promise you. Like, get out the way. I need to pass the cold law. It's crazy out here, man. It is. It is. Speaking of, it, you know, when you think it's crazy, it just gets even more it crazier. Does get crazier. Because last week, the Supreme Court motions to end affirmative action. Yeah. It that is uh Go ahead, talk about it. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I do read the paper every morning. I don't. Ha- I don't read the physical paper. I read the newspapers uh, on my phone. I read three of them. I try to uh, every day. Um. So the Supreme Court, and this is from this is from uh, AP APN News APNews dot com. The Supreme Court on Thursday struck down affirmative action in college admissions, declaring race cannot be a factor in forcing institutions of higher education to look for new ways to achieve diverse student bodies. The court's conservative majority effectively overturned cases reaching back 45 years in invalidating admissions plans at Harvard, the University of North Carolina, the nation's, the nation's oldest private and public colleges, respectfully. The decision, like last year's momentous abortion ruling that overturned Roe v. Wade, marked realization of a long-sought conservative legal goal, this time finding that race-conscious admissions plans violate the Constitution and the law that applies to colleges. What do I got to add? That receive federal funding as almost all do. Can I be real? Yeah, go ahead. Would you? Real quick. I can. There are three ways that one could go about this conversation. There could be the outrage. How dare they do this? I'm black. Da 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 da. I'm Hispanic. Da 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 da. I'm 
African, I'm this, I'm that. There's that route. There's the route of the opposition that say that this is, I'm glad they're finally stopping discriminating against, you know, white kids or kids with a 4.0 that deserve that to get that seat. Yeah. There's also the middle ground. Mm-hmm. There's the middle ground in this, in this conversation. And I, I, I need to, you know, make the record clear that I am a 100% product of, you know, affirmative action. And I'm going to tell you why. So when I was in high school, I went to a school out in West Virginia, right? The school itself had a 1% African American school population. And their goal was to, hey, look, we want to diversify our school population. So we are going to target African American, Latino, and other minority students and give them a full ride to college. My school costs $62,000 a year to go to. I paid less than 5% of that. I am a product of essentially this law. And I had a great education. I had a great time when I was at school. And truth be told, I probably would not have been able to go to that school if it wasn't for them reaching out to me because they wanted to diversify their education. You can't tell me that this has this does not have racial undertones to it. You can't tell me that. And the reason why I I I can say that is because we we really have to look deep and down deep down in ourselves because this is the similar thing with a literacy check. This is similar to other instances where there have been time and time and time again where you know minorities have had to remove the red tape, had to fight to remove the red tape, and then people would just move the goalpost. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know how this is going to affect the students moving forward, like the next class, but I am deeply upset behind it because some people may have that 3.7 GPA and want to get into college, but the colleges that they want to get into their dream school, they can't afford or that Ivy league school, they have a shot and they can't get into it because, Hey, look, you might be able to get in, but then you can't afford it. Or you might get, if somebody else is a 4.0 and you have a 3.7, but you're a more well-rounded student, are they going to just look at the 4.0? Are when you play that diverse, when you play that diversity role inside a university, that now allows you to look at a student's holistic approach. Mm-hmm. Where does that student come from? What is that student's background? We always talk about DEI and the boom of DEI. You do the most opposite DEI thing in the country. So I don't understand it. I'll pass the mic on to you, but I'm 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 disheartened at it, honestly. Um I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about it. I, it doesn't like it doesn't affect me, but you know, mm-hmm. it does affect a lot of future doctors out there, yeah. potential doctors um, that come from these specific backgrounds that don't will never be able to get a chance to uh, reach to certain levels due to this. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I've seen a lot of people defending the reasoning. You know what I mean? Because they're like. Like you said, discrimination. Yeah. They were saying, like, yo, it's discrimination. Uh, and then if we want to move forward as a community, then we all need to be treated equally. So that's how they that's how they look at it. Um, yeah, it's just it's just disheartening because it's like, all right, it takes a future away from a lot of people that have potential and goals that really want to go to these prestigious Ivy League schools, but will never get a chance. Um, but, yeah, man, this is crazy, man. And then... On top of that, you forget in the last closing hours they made the LGBT thing where they have the right to discriminate against. Which is also, that's crazy. They did it in the last closing. They did it in the fourth quarter, too. That's crazy. The fourth quarter. They just dropped that and left. All right, here. Yeah, so, you know, they, so as a business owner, you have the right to discriminate against um, someone in the LGBT. And I guess it's for what? Private business. They're trying to say that that's true private business being able to discriminate 
against anybody or neglecting from your business for any reason, even if it's stupid. But I mean, what's them now from stopping and saying, you know they what? They do it now, though. So they they, they do. Yeah. And, but but I don't get. But now it's on the books, and the yeah. and the thing is, what's them? What 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 is stopping? The Supreme Court from overturning a law that says, "Hey, you don't have to serve black people." Yeah, I mean, you, I wouldn't give a fuck though. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying. Understand? I'm not, I'm not saying that you know individually. I'm saying overall. Yeah, I'm saying I wouldn't give uh, the reason why I wouldn't give a fuck. Right? Is because at the end of the day, if that company didn't want me there, like we always say, why would I go there? Why would I go there? If they, yeah, exactly. But what, but what I'm saying is, as a country. Who has spent the last one hundred years pandering? Too, by the way, they pander. They do pander. They do pander. Like the, those companies. I'm not talking about the pandering companies. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like you know you're at you're at you know your neighborhood and their stores are not res- refusing <laughs> service. Yeah, and it's just like yo, what like is this, is this what all these people died for yep. just to go back to square one? I think it's a slap in the face. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it truthfully comes, you know, from, look, little Timmy, you know, little Timmy's dad and his grandfather were, you know, Harvard legacies. And he they're mad because your coked out son is, you know, has a 2.9 GPA. He can't get into Harvard over a little, you know, Shaquanda who has a 3.7, but she come from the hood and can't afford it. That's truthfully what it's all about. And I really think people are getting tired of all this type of stuff. Even University of Penn had this issue a couple years ago mm-hmm. when they had to turn away, you know, a certain minority group. I'm not going to say what it is, a certain minority group because they all have 4.0s. Yeah. And they were like, we can't have all of this one particular group of people in our university. We're trying to diversify when our you go to that, When you go to that university, you do see a specific group more than any other group. That's yeah, and they're trying, they were trying I to stop that. I lived on campus for the longest. Yeah, so that's what affirmative action is stopping. So... Be prepared to see more uh, gentrification. This is all going to trickle down. More gentrification, more white people in your area, more um, less minorities. Yeah, because it, it can be anybody that's a minority. Person, uh, person, I hate person of color, but anybody that's got our skin tone. Yeah, you know what I mean. That can be denied, even if they're the smartest. Black. Exactly. Even if they, they can be denied for being the smartest person. Yeah. Literally. So. Yeah, man, listen, I don't go to places where I'm not loved. If if a sign on a gas station says, yo, we don't want to serve blacks, that's where I won't be going. Not there. I don't want to, f- I'm not fighting for diversity. Why? Because there's some places that will accept me, some places that don't. The world is not perfect. No, it's not. So I will go to the places where I'm kindly accepted because there's places out there. And guess what? The places that will deny, let's hypothetically say, black people, is going to be a place that openly accepts black people that you can go to there's always mm-hmm. going to be a rebuttal to that place just yep. like the lgbt my word of advice man i wouldn't there's no reason to combat places that don't want to serve you nope it's going to be a place that want to serve you and they're they're going to get business and rise and just like you said earlier if that place didn't want to serve you this law wasn't going to want to not make them serve you anymore. anyway exactly they were still going to not going to want to serve exactly. you they were still not going to want your admission to the university so the whole the whole thing about it is i just didn't understand the fact why the supreme court thought it would be you know righteous or you know a firm a firm of like change or indifference mm-hmm. to now you know have that ability to say well our Supreme Court says we don't have to do it. When in reality, they weren't going to do it anyway, but they now that just creates anyway. a greater divide. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's where my my whole confusion, not outrage, my confusion mm-hmm. was, you know, to the whole, to this whole mess. But, you know, I'm really not surprised. I'm not surprised neither. Because of the whole Roe v. Wade thing. And I woke up to that and I said, wow. Yeah, it's like, going to expose a lot of companies. And listen, it's either these the companies succeed yeah. or it's going to plummet from yeah. not for being, you know, discriminatory. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, listen, all this does is expose the companies that had ill intentions for you anyway. Mm-hmm. That's all it did. And all now remember, y'all, June just passed. Yeah. So all these companies <laughs> that was putting all these flags oh, it's gonna be different. and these next, logos. Next, ooh, next season is going to be different. Keep tabs. Keep tabs. Keep those receipts. Yeah. Let's see how many of them have pride next year. Yep. Let's see how many of it. I bet you you're going to see a change. Yes, you are. I can see it happening. Oh, we good now, y'all. We, we uncancelable. Oh, y'all, we don't, we don't got to do this? Yep. Man, fuck this yep. shit. Yeah, yeah, literally, because it's, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. People pander all the time. And, and like we always say, would you rather know somebody hates you or sit at the table with a 
a she a wolf in sheep's clothing, yep. ready to stab you in the back, ready to stab you in the back yeah. at any given moment. And watch these companies. I want you to tell me uh, I don't like black people. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Oh, I do. Oh, perfect. Go with you. Yeah, I'll go with that's all it is. Literally. I hate black people. Thank you for okay. letting me yep. know that. Yep. Like, a lot. We just live in a place where people seek validation and acceptance, where it doesn't need to be. Because our money is, po- we know our money is powerful. It's the most lucrative dollar that we have right now. Yeah. So just put your money into things that can contribute to our community, mm-hmm. um, and that'll progress us all. Literally, it cre- um, What happened? What? Damn. It was Target. Not just Target. Um, the Black Wall Street. Remember? Yeah, Black Wall Street. Oh, Black, the Black Wall Street, bro. That's it. Could have been. It can be recreated. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Hey, man. Amen. But now, that's how you make something successful. That's how you get a community behind you, though. But like, but like we were talking about earlier, I, I feel to. like every time we have these conversations, they mm-hmm. always revert back to a single nucleus or a catalyst. If 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 you if if you know if you want to use that word, you gotta have the people. And yeah. You gotta have the affiliation. Mm-hmm. You gotta have the backing to do something. All this stuff is possible. Yeah, it's it's been done. It's in the history books. You can do it. But truth of the matter is, how many people want to be the boss and how many people want to be the worker? Mm-hmm. We all doing the same goal. Somebody got to tell somebody what to do. Yes, but the do. truth of the matter is, the people who are, anybody can be a boss. The truth of the matter is, who's going to be able to push that button mm-hmm. to get the job done? Because the boss doesn't get the job done. The boss makes sure that the job gets done. Yes, sir. The boss does not do the job. So understand that yeah, there, there's there's pride in being the boss, but the real key players are the ones that do the job. Mm-hmm. So, so think about that. Think about that. Yeah. It is. Uh, what else we got here? Um. Oh yes, something I really wanted to talk about. I was up at around uh, four a.m. a couple of days ago. And I ran into this uh, thing that I thought was interesting, and it was it's it's uh if you never heard of it, it's called cereal, like they do a bunch. I I heard about cereal in uh, in high school when they when they they do like crime you know or or um, malpractice mysteries mm-hmm. uh, podcast. They just did one, and this one is called the Patience. And the reason why this one stuck out to me is because this this similar thing. Happened on a local level right here in Philadelphia. So I wanted to bring it uh, to the listeners attention. If you don't know what this is already, this is a podcast that that um, that talks about uh, a case that um, occurred at Yale University and Ivy League. Uh, and they were they, they had an infertility clinic that I think it's called IVF or something like that. And they use for uh, women to help, uh, you know, conceive fertility, yeah. get pregnant and all that type of stuff. So what they would do is they would take your eggs, they would fertilize your eggs, but the process is invasive. They go inside your body, they extract the eggs, so that is painful, right? And now there were 12 women that were in this one uh, cohort of... uh, Before you get there... Go ahead. The primary reason why they went is because the name Yale. The name Yale. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. That's all. Good point. Good point. Oh, Yale, this should be this should be a great place. Yeah, it's Yale. It's yeah. Yale. What's wrong with Yale? And yeah. they mentioned that in the episode, yeah. by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, now the women, now the key drug to, you know, numb the numb the patient is fentanyl. fentanyl. Mm-hmm. It's fentanyl. Like with like with most uh major uh procedures, they yeah. use fentanyl. Not the one here in Philadelphia. No. The real fentanyl that's used properly with correct dosage. Not the street drug. Yeah. But this is where it gets interesting. So the the women were complaining that, oh, I feel everything. Why do I feel everything? Why is there so much pain? They had women screaming, stop. I don't want to do this anymore. Now, for those of you who don't know, IVF treatments are incredibly expensive. They are tens of thousands of dollars and your insurance does not pay for it. But the women say, you know, I want to have a, ch- I want to have a child. I want to conceive. I want to do all this stuff. So I'm going to go through it. So they endured the pain. Weeks later, uh, weeks go by, and they find out that the nurse at Yale, instead of giving them fentanyl, was giving them injecting them with saline, salt water, which is used to clean your eyeglasses and your nose, <laughs> your nose, yeah. and your nose. Yes. So these women. 
were 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 gruesomely a placebo, basically given a placebo basically. in a major yeah. procedure. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up was because in Philadelphia there was a clinic in the local area that were doing something similar, except they were extracting embryos from pregnant women. Now they got found out. And, you know, that, that that place obviously shut down. But that went on for years. Talk about Dr. Gosnell. Yeah, Listen, Dr. Gosnell. I was there when it shut down. Really? So, yeah, I'm telling you what's happening. Go ahead. I told you this before. Listen. What? So, on the day of this Dr. Gosnell, I, um, we could talk about it now. He's arrested, incarcerated. I was He's really, never getting out. Fun fact, I was really friends, good friends with his son, by the way. Really? I'm not going to say his name. Yeah. I was really good friends with him. He used to buy his super soakers, and we used to play... Um, and I think he was like a yoga instructor at the time. Mm. Anyway, I was coming from like a job. I'm young too. I'm coming from like a job interview, I believe. Was it? It had to be. I'm coming from a job interview trying to get employed because I'm young. I want a kid's job. Yeah. So I'm walking, dude. I'm walking up because, you know, I lived, I used to live around the corner from that, that uh, workplace. And I had family members that went to that clinic. So did I. So um, I'm walking. I'm walking. I, I come across the street. It's a it's a calm summer day. It's really hot too. I can look up the day. I know I know it was hot. So um, it's sunny, bro. I see the SWAT. I never seen the SWAT team a day in my life. I seen the SWAT team all black, um, with um, like full gear, all full gear. Yeah, and they just bust inside of her. Jeez. And they, and then I was like, yo, I don't know what's happening. So I go home, turn on the TV. I see it right there on the news. They pulled them out peacefully. And they found embryos, and they found like babies. They found frozen babies inside the um, freezer. They had freezers in there, and he was giving illegal drugs to certain people, Percocets, illegal uh, prescriptions to people. Oh my god! Yeah, he was giving away Percocets and stuff like that. He was just giving you right off. That was the guy you go to get the illegal uh, Percocets and Xanax from. So um, everybody in the hood went there, and but yeah, he was hiding embryos inside of his um, establishment. He was almost like an evil doctor, and. Um, he did one procedure. He took the baby out in uh, around six months. Mm-hmm. He took the baby out in six months, which is not. You can't do that. You can't do that. No. And uh, all illegally, by the way. Some of them almost, some of the women almost passed away just from the procedure of him doing an abortion. Mm-hmm. But he kept some parts. He kept parts inside of the um, freezer and I, everything. I, I, now, now I do parts. remember when I used to go there with, with a family member, I'm not going to say who, yeah. I do remember things like, you know, certain very strange looking things like aligned, like up along the wall. Yeah. I've never been inside. I've been, because it, it's a waiting area as soon as you walk in. With a fish and tank. And there's a fish tank and you got to go in through a door. Yeah. Like they got to open the door for you to go in. But there's a small waiting room. Mm-hmm. So that's what I remember. That's the best of my knowledge. But I know he was giving away illegal prescriptions to certain people that I know. Yeah. But yeah, he was kind of crazy. It was a kind of crazy story, and he has a he has a universal film about him. He has a film about him. Really? Yeah. I don't know how it, well it did, but it was in theaters. And and the, the 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 crazy thing about this whole thing is that we really need to pay attention to what happens to to women, you know, in the healthcare system and how really messed up the healthcare system is cuz there is no way that a nurse or a doctor who went to school who passed every requirement mm-hmm. is number 1, the nurse is stealing fentanyl. Number 2, the doctor is performing very unethical searches and procedures. And this stuff happens every day. Especially in low socioeconomic neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. How many Dr. Gosnells do you think are out there that we just don't know about? Yep. How many of those Yale nurses are in other hospitals giving, giving fentanyl to people they know to make, a, make more money off of it? Mm-hmm. Hundreds of them probably. And we have little to no idea. So if you guys, you know, it's only 50 minutes. Um, it's a real, it's real good. It it, it it could probably be a bit emotional at times if you know in, if you if you have a high volatility uh, in the, in that area. But I would suggest if you have fifty minutes, go check it out and uh, you know learn a little something about how fucked up the healthcare system is. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm. Uh, um, that's crazy, man. Yeah, that's crazy. I think his son is in jail too from murder. Oh my god. Yeah. I knew him too. That's crazy, crazy, crazy. How it's full circle. 
Full circle, man. He was a, I think he was a tennis instructor, and then he was a yoga instructor. Did a lot he, of he didn't have any real jobs, no. yeah, because his dad's rich. Yeah, he was a cool guy, man. He used to come to the neighborhood, give us super soakers. We used to play fight with him and all that stuff with the super soakers and shit. Seemed like a normal guy, but his dad was the evil guy, so it's yeah. crazy. His dad was a freaking monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, essentially, you never know until you know. Unfortunately, never know until you know, you never know until you know. That's all I got. Podcast and chill show, man. Podcast and chill show. We'll be back. Happy fourth. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, don't like no fireworks around no veterans, man. They're gonna get some PTSD.